I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. Terry and I are glad that you came back for another episode of Secrets from the South. Well, we've searched high and low for a topic this week, and well, it was right in front of us. After scouring headlines across America, I've discovered one thing. There's some Americans that just, well, they're not too bright. Maybe they watch too many episodes of Steve Irwin stick his head in a crocodile and play with tigers. Or maybe it was those late-night binge-watching of Joe Exotic. Maybe if I hadn't listened to Survivor and Eye of the Tiger all this week, or, well, maybe that Buck Owens song put me over the edge of I've Got a Tiger by the Tail. Whatever caused it, this week we're going to dig in and talk about folks that keep pets they shouldn't. I hope you enjoy this week's episode titled The Zoo. Well, I guess, Terry, we need to talk about what's in the news this week. What's that? And it's just plain out stupid people. Well, I don't know that we have enough time because, <laughs> I mean, and, and I have done some some dumb things myself, so I will go ahead and be first to raise my hand. But you got to admit, there's some people out there that make us look like geniuses. Oh, yeah. And the big, what is the fascination with, I'm going to the zoo and I'm going to climb in and do a selfie with the animal and he's not going to really eat me. I, I just don't get that. I mean, first of all, I know that there are a ton of people that love going to a zoo. I mean, are you one of them? No, I absolutely cannot stand zoos. You want to know why? Why? They stink. Well, I mean, I think you kind of go into it and you realize that they're animals. So, I mean, you're kind of in their environment. So it is, it's not going to be like walking into a field of daisies. I mean, I, I, I'll give you that. Well, like Angie watches, I don't know, was it that animal plant kingdom channel thing to where the people work in the zoos and I watch them, they're shoveling. Uh, manure and i think yeah that's not what i want to do in life well, i mean but, and they really enjoy it well they, i mean there are a lot of animal lovers out there and we are i mean you are and right. I am, but but i want to work no zoo shoveling that well stuff. i mean i have a different take on it i mean what kid does not love going to the zoo they all love it that's uh, why you went yeah my kids did but my thing is and this is just me this is just one of my quirks and they've gotten a ton better and i'll speak to that when my child was, was younger, I just dreaded it because, and we went, don't, don't get me wrong. There's some of those drive-by ones where you get to see the exotic animals, yeah. and that's a whole different discussion that we'll touch on a little bit later. And you get to feed the animals through your vehicle, or they have some kind of vehicle that you navigate through. And then there's your zoo that you're going to have in any major city. And the thing that I didn't like about them years ago is the fact that I mean, they had small little living quarters. They didn't resemble anything like their natural habitat. True. And I hated that. I mean, they're supposed to live in their normal habitat. And I guess you could almost compare that to maybe like a circus of years ago, how animals were smally caged and then put out in the spotlight. Yeah, and I I mean, it just just drove me crazy. We've gotten better. You've got bush gardens, animal kingdom. You've gotten a lot of different places now that really have done 
a phenomenal job in giving them, number one, bigger spaces, and the environment looks like, as best they can make, something that they would be in, that would be their normal habitat. Correct. And they have plenty of area to roam. I get that, you know, and especially these endangered species. I think if I were one of them, I would rather be protected in a nice, roomy, well-cared-for zoo than I would be dead. You know, people lose their mind in these things. You're supposed to go and observe and watch them in their natural habitat. You're not supposed to join them. (laughs) But year after year, guess what they do? They do it. They climb the walls and want to get in there. And then guess what they do? They get hurt. And they want to sue. (laughs) Well, that's who we are. I mean, we got to sue everybody for everything. What was the case this week? What did the woman do this week that was, she climbed in? What was it she climbed The spider monkeys. What are spider monkeys? I don't even know what that is. It's just a type of monkey. But I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a, a monkey guru. And I think this zoo was in El Paso. I mean, she gets off in there with them. Yeah. I wonder what other spectators were thinking. At this point, I guarantee you they weren't watching the monkeys. <laughs> they're watching the new monkey sitting in there. Yeah. I mean, they're watching her. And it doesn't end up well for her after it breaks the news, does it? No. And does she not think there's going to be somebody walking up? And guess what they're going to have in their hand? Oh, yeah, camera. Or cell phone. And guess what they're doing the whole time? They're videoing that. If nothing else, I got to tell you, Scotty, I walk up and see somebody do that. I got to video it so I can show all my buddies. Can you believe this? Yeah. Look what you, I mean, look at this. Now, she lost her job. And I even think the zooer is looking at filing charges against her now. You know, that's the next step. Here's another thing. And my husband and I were just talking about this yesterday. Let's say you, have you ever been to Cade's Cove? Yes, it's beautiful. Okay. And you make that drive around, whatever. About 10, 15 years ago, well, probably even longer than that, we used to go up there, and we still do, but go up there all the time. And I mean, we would get up that morning, have some breakfast, pack lunch, and literally we would go on about a 10-mile hike. They've got every trail imaginable. And then part of that, of that little vacation, would be to do the Cades Cove thing. And you know what happens when somebody sees a bear or sees deer. Traffic stops, and people stop and get out. We were no different, at least the first couple of years. And there's several photos, and I'm ashamed to say, because I now know better, of where I'm in pretty close proximity to pretty sizable bucks. And my husband has taken a photo, so you can kind of see the distance. In reality, it was probably, I don't know, maybe 15 feet. Now they're saying there are a lot of people that are doing the same stupid thing that I tried. I don't climb fences and zoos. I want to go on the record of saying that, but really tried to get off, you know, and pretty close to them and get a photo taken just so that I could kind of brag and say, look how close I was to this eight point. I saw a picture of a guy not long ago. I think that was at Cage Cove that got out was going to take pictures of, of an elk there and the elk started hitting him. Well, that's my point. Guess what happens to the animal when it charges, it does its normal defense mechanism and tries to protect itself? Well, and guess what it does? They'll end up having to put it down. Put it down. And so when when he was telling me this, it was such an eye-opener. And, I, and we, we reflected back to the time that I got kind of close to— But you did blow it up and put it on the wall, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Believe me. And now I'm kind of ashamed to say that I did that. But again, I'm about 15 feet away. We do that at the expense of our gratification. And the thing 
that gets me is the animals end up being the ones that suffer. Or if you're in the case of this lady, she's lost her job. Yeah, she lost her job over it. She was fired. She worked as a, uh, I think she worked as a, a clerical person in a, in a lawyer's office or something like that. But I mean, how, do, well, that, you know what they're thinking? And I hate to say this, but that firm has a reputation. Correct. Well, the reputation has been tarnished because now everybody is probably going to associate that firm with, oh, yeah, y'all were the ones that had the lady that climbed over the fence and played with the spider monkeys. Right. Well, you know, there's a story right there in front of us that I'm looking at that refers back to what you just said here. Another lady, I think it was a lady, climbed a fence in with some lines, and they had (laughs) – they had to shoot the lines to save her. I mean, I they mean, ought to on. shoot the person. I, I mean, I, if you're going to be that stupid, then you just suffer the consequences. Now, maybe there's somebody out there that thinks different. But if you're that dumb <laughs> that you think that you're not going to climb a fence and go over there and pet a line or whatever yeah. your intent is or a tiger and think that they're not going to do things to protect themselves, or maybe they think they're playing, and they're just, what, how, how, how big is a tiger? I mean, how much does they're a tiger? They're huge. I don't I know mean, what they weigh, but they they're bigger than me. They probably weigh, what, 300 pounds, maybe? Or more. And they don't think that even if they swat at somebody, that that wouldn't be harmful? <laughs> the claws on it would rip uh, silk. Listen, I saw a thing just like yesterday, and I busted out laughing. It's where this guy is going to photograph this kangaroo and this i didn't realize these things are huge and it's standing up this thing looks like it's about eight nine feet yeah i don't even know how much they weigh and guess what the kangaroo does what he knocks the living crap out of this guy oh, it's kind of like boxing like, yeah with his right hook <laughs> and i mean the guy hits the dirt but again the kangaroo is only doing what comes natural to it. So did you watch Anchorman 2 with Ron Burgundy? Exactly. And of course, you know, she fell in the with the apes, if I remember right, and he had to get in and save her from it. It was hilarious, but that was a prime example of getting caught in the wrong situation. I mean, I, I get that. I, I remember when uh, my daughter was young. I mean, probably like three or four. We went to an aquarium in a big city that had stingrays. Yeah. And they swam around basically in a circle. And, you know, they tell you to lean over and you can stroke the stingray because they don't have the stingray yeah. on them. I mean, they're harmless. And when they come by, you know, they all come kind of come by in a pile. Well, she fell off in it. And, of course, naturally crying and everybody was trying to console her. That's an accident. Okay. Right. Definitely was not meant to happen. It was embarrassing to her. Thank goodness it also had one of those water pools. You know, it has the the water that goes up and all the kids run through the little waterfalls and that sort of thing. So, you know, within five minutes of being removed from falling in, nobody knew if she'd been outside playing in that or had been in the aquarium. And I explained that to her. And I think once she understood and kind of wiped her tears and realized nobody was looking at her anymore, she was good to go. Things like that, you understand, especially, especially from innocent children. But grown adults? Well, there's a story of a woman that tried to feed a bear. Lost her fingers. Imagine that. All right, here's another one. Two men mauled while trying to honor a tiger. Hey, why you want to honor a tiger? Let them be. Well, speaking of tigers, you know, they had... What is the fascination 
with people that want to have exotic pets. Well, I don't know. Did you watch the series? Because I never watched all of it. I watched oh, the, one show. You're talking about the Joe Exotic? Yeah. Did you watch all that? I watched about two of them, and that was about two too many. One was and good then for I me. was like, I, I can't do anymore. It was kind of weird. Now I know that I'm there not were, lie. yeah, I know there were a lot of people that just watched it just out of. I mean, it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, have you ever seen those things where you say, I can't take my eyes off of that? Yeah. I mean, I know I shouldn't be watching, but I just can't take my eyes off of. Them. I think that's what that show was. And he has recently had his tigers removed. Yeah, in from jail. Yeah, I think from jail, but I think that whoever was running that on his behalf, yeah. they've come and removed it. But they had a guy in the news just a couple of weeks ago, and guess what? His pet tiger is loose in a subdivision. Well, that's Houston is where that went on at. What are people thinking that are going to have happen if they have a tiger living in their home? Yeah. And so, you know, you've got all these people that are fascinated with just bizarre exotic animals like again we talked about the chimpanzee we we know people like a fox the bearded dragon a chinchilla here's one and this really just kind of grades my nerves pythons they will choke you but do you know how many are now in the everglades it's a lot isn't it i think it's the python they've killed just about all of the wildlife in the Everglades because some idiot or idiots decided, you know what? I think instead of getting a dog or a cat or a rabbit or a turtle, I think I'm going to go out and get a python. And then what happens is they get tired of it. Yep. They can't afford to feed it or whatever the maintenance is on it. So especially in Florida, they're seeing that they've just let them go in the Everglades, and they are thriving. They have a show, and they're paying people good money to go, and I think they're killing them. Or either, Great idea, because the best yeah, snake is a dead yeah, snake. Or, <laughs> or capturing them, because they're killing all of the wildlife. But that's because of a few, or maybe more, maybe it's hundreds, of morons that we have running around that decide that they need an animal that we really don't have any business possessing. And then think about all these people that try to get these exotic things and they get busted in airports. Yeah. All I remember is watching that movie. What was it? Anaconda? Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever want to be near a snake after watching that show. So I don't know if it's an anaconda or a python. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's listening that's like, all right, get your facts straight. But the point is, it's a big snake. Yeah. You don't need it as a pet. And they've let them go. And now Florida has is seeing some of the worst problems in the Everglades that they've ever had before. It's people like this that are, you see bears. When you went to, um, when we were talking about going to Cades Cove yeah, and going I saw up and, plenty of bears. yeah, I mean, I did too. You know, I wasn't trying to go be friends with them. <laughs> no, and I don't want no picture of no bear. And I don't understand why we have so many people that think, at what point are they thinking, I'm just normal? I never expressed a desire to be intimate with an animal that is wild. And then all of a sudden they get to walking around and eating popcorn, maybe drink a Coke or two. And they said, you know what? This is getting kind of dull. I think I'm going to liven it up and I'm going to get in the cage with them. I mean, yeah. 
wouldn't you like to just pick their brain and go, what were you thinking? Now, this one that I'm looking at here has to be two rednecks. I mean, your buddy's <laughs> having a birthday and you want to surprise him. So you think, hey, Earl, come on with me. Let's go down and surprise him tonight at work. The problem is he works at a zoo and you go and hide somewhere to surprise him. Guess what? What? They hid in the tiger thing and they got eight. <laughs> You have to really think these things out. You know what? As Je- uh, Jeff Foxworthy would say, here's your sign. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dumb doesn't even begin to explain. And I mean, how would you like to be the parent? Well, oh, Billy Bob. Yeah, well, I'm so sorry about him. Yeah, he got eat up by a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just un- unreal. And, you know, I remember going, and people do this for a living, and I wouldn't want this job. Uh, I went to a, a fair one year, and they they bring in this crocodile. is humongous, and he plays with it. He sticks his head in in the crocodile's head, and he does this for you know like three four years. And one day, yeah, it decides it's hungry. <laughs> so the guy got he got caught, and the, he ended up living. But it was uh, by the hair of his chinny chin chin. They're animals. They will eat. And, you know, you take what's the those two little weird guys that used to do the show in uh, Vegas. Oh, yeah. Um, Sigmund and uh, Rory yeah, or uh-huh. something like yeah, that. Uh-huh. They got one of them got eaten, didn't they? <laughs> if I remember right. <laughs> yes. And they'd had those lions, I guess, lions, tigers, whatever, yeah, whatever they were it was. for years. And that's the thing. I think we have this misconception. Oh, I'll win them over. And they wouldn't dare do anything to me. I mean, even people that honestly take care of wild animals. I mean, they're not there to be their friend. They're just there to feed them and to provide medicinal purposes to make sure that they stay healthy and that sort of thing. How many times have you seen where, and that's their profession, and so I'm not knocking them, and then they fall victim to an animal that turned on them. They're wild. There's a reason that they should remain in the wild. Well, it boils down to this, Terry. Now, I guess the best example I can give this is it's kind of like marriage. If you piss your wife off for over 20 years, one night she's going to snap and get your butt. <laughs> well, and I mean, think about that. Animals do the same thing. We think, and we know that animals are intelligent. So we don't think that at some point they're going to take enough of our crap or they're going to get tired of this closed cage they live in or the world that they've been forced into or the food they've been given or that they become part of our fascination and they get on this tour i can't stand honestly i can't stand carnivals either where they have the animals and whatever else and that they're not going to get sick of this world and just maybe it's you know whatever and they get to like you said they snap just like the good old wife that over a period of time that says She's going to bite you. I've had enough. But haven't, I think all of the, like the Ringley brothers, all of those, aren't they all shut down now because people just lost interest in it? I think they all have shut down. Yeah, and I think there's probably a lot of animal rights groups that have probably said, you know, enough is enough. And and I'm, I'm probably in that camp. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that animals like tigers and lions and that sort of thing are fascinating. And the only way that a lot of us are ever going to be able to see them is to be able to go somewhere like Animal Kingdom or something like that and see them as in their normal habitat as we can get. And I, I do, I love going. I love being able to ride and I'd love to go t- uh, take a trip in Africa and see them in their, you know, their natural setting. But to say that I wanted to have one as a pet or 
that, you know what, life's been real dull for me. I think I'm going to jump in the cage with them and kind of liven things up. I'm not willing to take that risk. You could get me an all-expense-paid to San Diego right now to go to a zoo, and I'd say, no, thank you. It just it doesn't excite me. Well, but- it apparently does some, because you can't go six months, and some some person, I wanted to say some fool, I guess I just did. Yeah, it slipped out. You were it thinking did. out loud. It's going to try something like this. This won't be the last one. No, it will not. There'll be one right. We won't no more get this aired. And somebody will try another trick. And they always, you know, they don't get in those things thinking, nothing's going to happen to me. They, I mean, they all think that. Yeah. They never think, well, I probably shouldn't do this. Or they wouldn't do it in the first place. So you got to question, maybe they're the ones that needs to be in the zoo. I was thinking back through my childhood just the other day. And boy, did I catch on quick as a kid. I spent a whole summer cleaning out horse stalls. That taught me right off the bat that I never wanted to work at a zoo. And by the time I was six years old, I'd been bitten twice by a German Shepherd. I was just minding my own business and it bit me in my sand bed. So what am I getting at? Well, there's a moral to this week's episode. And it was great advice that was passed down to me. And I think I'll pass it on to you. First off, never date a girl that can whoop you or have a pet that can eat you. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information, and we'll be in touch. Until next time, well, you know a secret? Well, you've picked up on some common sense. Mm -hmm.